Hello, hello. Welcome everyone to episode three of On Everyone Lips. We are so happy you guys chose to listen to us. My name is Chelsea J. My name is Lindsay J. I'm Monique Nose, aka Mo, and we are the ladies of OEL. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Tonight, this topic is near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about the natural hair journey. Is discrimination based on hair texture real? We're going to tackle this question tonight. So we are going to discuss discrimination based on hair texture and the journey to having natural hair. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some juicy conversation that is sure to be on everyone's lips. Yay! Yay! And I just want to say that we are so, so happy because today we have a special guest with us that we're going to be interviewing. She has 15 years of experience working with natural hair. She teaches about natural hair and how to care for it. Ladies and gentlemen, please help us give a warm welcome to Oshun. You. you have popped our cherry. You yes. are our first interviewee. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you so much. I have a history of doing that, you know. <laughs> the honors. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, we're so grateful. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, we are so happy that you're going to give us your input and knowledge on this particular topic. So first, we wanted to start off and just get a little um, get a little bit into your background. Um, So can you just give us uh, um, let us know how you started your natural hair journey? Okay, well, I started my natural hair journey around 98, 99. When I finished high school, I went or returned to being natural because I was grown. And my mom didn't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my mom, she, she didn't, you know, couldn't tell me what to do with my hair. Um, I started off transitioning and did a big shop around the end of 99. And um, I started out with a little afro and then twist, then eventually locks. And then I started uh, helping other people on campus with their journey. Oh, okay, nice. okay. That sounds nice. So I heard you say, um, mention the big chop. Do you think that's necessary for everyone to get that big chop in uh, starting off their natural hair journey? Not for everyone because it can be a shock to the system. It can be a shock, you know, aesthetically. So uh, there's there's ways to transition uh, your hair going from perm, relaxed to natural, uh, depending on, you know, the person's, their activity and all of those things. It's not that necessary. I like to just cut things and just cut it off. Get rid of the, the dead fresh. hair, the limp right. hair, the unhealthy hair. I just want to cut it off. So most people, when they come to me and sit in my chair, the options is just the big shot. Yeah. But luckily, we have women in the salon that are great with transitioning hair. So. Yeah. I have to say, as far as my journey goes, I didn't do the big chop. I um, used weaves and braids to transition my hair from relaxed to natural. And it took it took about two years. I started in 2015. Actually, I started in 2014. And then by 2016, that's when I actually was at a point where I wore my natural hair out. And Absolutely. so I have to say, I didn't even know what my hair looked like because I've been getting perms and relaxers for so long. I didn't even know that my hair could, when I took it out, I was like, I saw the curliness. I was like, wow, I didn't even know my hair could do that. It was, right, it was right. really eye opening. That, 
Yeah, the perception is that, especially when you start a perm really young, the perception is that your hair is just, you know, unruly and bad. And Yes, yeah. Like, a lot of true. us never really saw a natural, you know. I know exactly. I, I didn't really see it. I, I well, well, women wear it. So I know a lot of us just, we had no clue, had absolutely no idea what our hair would look like. And I know if we did have a perception, it wasn't anything positive. True. Right. That, yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, I did the big shop. Yeah, you've chopped actually multiple times. (laughs) I can't do it. I'm scared to cut my hair off. But the first time I the first time I chopped it off, I did it was more so for something new, not more so trying to grow back natural. So I did Mm -hmm. relax my hair when it was, you know, short. But I grew my hair back and then two thousand seventeen I cut my hair. You cut it again. I cut it off, like all the way off. And now that time I went natural. And yeah. yeah, I've been natural ever since. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I yes. love wearing a haircut. My hair grows really fast and really long, but especially with some women, you know, black women that are in professional worlds, sometimes you don't have the time to, you know, to twist every night or, you know, and and sometimes the manipulation isn't really good, but I love hair from the haircut. It's super sexy. I was afraid at first, but then when I saw like how cute I was, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's I like, right. <laughs> I know that's real. <laughs> what are, what are your um do you ever have anyone because I do know as you um mentioned we didn't really have that um display of natural hair when we were growing up because perms really didn't come into you know that didn't go out of style until like later like you know perms used to be such a big thing and I still remember the smell of that stuff that I just can't that, every that, time yes. I think about it I'm like it, it was just burning your head <laughs> like I just but do you feel like a lot of women, um, when they come in, they're hesitant on certain styles or things like that because of the workplace? Because I do feel like um, there is still some of that discrimination about like how you wear your hair at work. Like a lot of women, I have sister locks, and a lot of women tell me that they personally, oh, I don't, I'm scared to get locks or traditional locks because of how it'll be viewed at work. Yeah, well, I grew up in Philadelphia. I grew up. Well, West uh, Philadelphia, where a lot of the move members were. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of like the move members, but they all were natural. A lot of them had mm-hmm. locks. And I also went to a very, um, I don't want to use the word bougie, but uh, a middle class black church. Mm-hmm. So I saw, I saw both of it. But and a lot of the people that were natural that were part of like a more Pan African Rastafarian lifestyle were also entrepreneurs. So they didn't have to worry about anything. That's but true. That's a good that point. Yeah, but the women that I did see in church that, you know, no, they weren't naturally repressed or parent. It was like, that's what, that's just what I saw. That's, that's yeah. definitely what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the common it's, here? It's hard, that you- it's hard in the workplace, especially back in the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. That, that wasn't happening. That wasn't happening at all. Yeah, I just wanted to piggyback off the point you made about being an entrepreneur because you make your own rules. Right. You can wear your hair any way you want. But when you're in that corporate world, that's where it gets a little bit tricky, where you feel a little bit judged. And There's policy and guidelines. Yes. But even, even celebrities, though, you don't see a lot of them with 
with the natural hairstyle often. So I feel like sometimes in Hollywood, not, yes, yeah, in Hollywood, you a, you don't really see it a lot. You know, you don't see that display. I mean, the ones that you do see, Issa Rae, yeah, you, you know, what I'm she's saying? the only one I know that exactly. Or know. like the Erica Badu's, you know, the yeah. ones that are really deep into that. But most of the time, you see, you know, the wigs and the yeah. straight hair. You don't really see that a lot. So I I do agree that. You know, they're starting, I can tell that the culture is starting to move and trying to... There's a shift. Uh, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a, there's trying to be a shift in it, but I do think it's very still very far in between where yes. our little girls can see somebody on TV and they have their rocking natural hair like that. Yes. So. Only time, I feel like the only time you'll see someone in Hollywood uh, that's natural is if paparazzi catches them. There's a lot right. of black women that are natural in Hollywood, but they won't wear their hair to events. And I just talked about that earlier mm-hmm. to someone. It's, you know, when there's something special, a ceremony, then you change your entire hair. Right. Or yeah. you cover your hair. But yeah. I think like young girls like Marseille Martin, they're uh, Sky Jackson. They're 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 making uh, strides and mm-hmm. helping young girls. Yeah, and nope. Yara Yara Shahidi also. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh huh. Yeah, yeah, and there are. I mean, definitely there are some, just very few, far in between. Yeah, I think yeah. I think with everyone now with the whole natural hair movement, I think it's more so children that will grow up, you mm-hmm. know, without the whole perm, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's Absolutely. what they know. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah, like, it's a trend. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a, it's a trend, and I I mean sometimes trends aren't the greatest, but this is a healthy trend, right. both physically and emotionally and mentally. And right. the little girl might not know that the mom, you know, is doing it for IG, but, you know, she's still natural. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What are com- um, some the common, most common hairstyles that you do um, when, when you do hair? Like, are, are you doing braids? Are you sew-ins? Or what's, com- what's the common styles that you do? Uh, the most popular styles in the salon are Cuban or Marley twists, which is the kinky hair that's uh, just twisted oh, yeah, like counterclockwise those. or clockwise. Mm-hmm. Um, they come in different lengths. It it gives you, it's a protective style. Um, you can wear it for a, a nice, at least six weeks. It also gives you the length and kind of the, like the straightness that a lot of people like to have, even though their hair is still you know, kinky. And also, uh, I do a flat twist technique with added hair that gives volume, height, all that, that a lot of more professional women are coming to me, doctors, lawyers, all that. And it's it's great. I'm glad to see it. Yes. yes. Yep. I love Marley Twist. So do, do you think when wearing wigs and weaves, like, do you, uh, is it a, do you think it should be a balance between, like, how long you wear them? And giving your hair I a break? I think there should be a balance depending on the person's personal regimen, their lifestyle, uh, depending on if they are have a, a more active lifestyle, sedentary lifestyle. If you don't work out that much, you can wear your hairstyle for uh, at least two months. With There's, there's some parameters with it. Um, you know, Of course, you still have to keep your hair clean and moisturized and all that. But I do believe that it's it's not that harmful depending on the person depending on their activity you can wear a weave you can have a protective style a sew-in you can have it for you know a few weeks and depending on the technique you don't have to worry about losing and you know you losing that much hair outside of the regular shed that you have 
I like that you mentioned uh, you still need to wash it and keep in condition because, you know, some some people think you could just put it in and go. But you do (laughs) need to maintain your hair hair underneath because, um, you know, because it's it's meant to be a protective style. And if you don't maintain underneath, you could damage your hair, you know, if you're not if you're not maintaining it. So I have to redirect conversations at least three times a week and let let women know that, you know, this. This isn't just a get up and go. You have Mm -hmm. to moisturize it in the evening, then cover it. Because if you don't, it's just, it's just going to be detrimental. Yes. It might be some damage. Yes. And then uh, the edges also, you want to make sure you're taking care of the edges because if not, they need moisture too. They will. And you want to make sure that your stylist is practicing techniques that will also help your edges. Yes. Be here for a long time. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You don't want to be in pain. You don't want to have to take a Motrin before you come to your stylist. (laughs) Good point. I've done that before. So I do have a question. What is good hair? Like, why is one texture good and the other not? White supremacy. Okay. Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) About to say that's it, y'all. Straight to the point. No chaser. There's so many times where I've gone somewhere to get my hair done, and it's blacks, Africans. They'll just say, "What kind? Are you mixed with something?" No. Yeah. It's like why? Of good hair is. um, I know for some women, it's because it's more manageable. They don't have to do too much to, you know, uh, detangle it. But of course, you know, for uh, the conventional idea of good hair is hair that looks like there's some miscegenation or some mixing of the race or, you know, someone's Taino, someone's Cherokee, you Mm -hmm. know, something outside of Afro kinky Negro hair. That's, you know, if it's outside of that, then it's good hair. Then it's good hair. Mm -hmm. Ideal. Of what good hair is, and really kinky hair is good hair too. And you yeah, can do a lot, like yeah. You and they hold to make styles the better. Yeah, to me, I mean, I love, yeah, I love their their styles. Like those natural styles on kinky hair, like look so much better to me. Like this, so much volume, it lasts so longer. Yeah, last longer. You don't have to twist out, or put bantu right. knots in every exactly. day. Yes, there's there's some benefits to having whatever you know, whatever ha- hair yes. you have. As long That's as true. God made it come out your skull, then. It's good hair. Right. But the, the I always see there's someone with wavy, biracial looking hair, and they always see the girl with super kinky, coarse, thick hair, and they wish they had that, and the and vice versa. Vice yep. versa. So, yeah. That really true. is vice versa. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. So. I agree. Because uh, I struggle with that. I I think everyone goes through, like you said, they always want what, what you don't have. Because even now with me, with... I have sister locks and I'll see somebody else with sister locks and someone, you know, they'll send me a message and say, Oh my goodness, I love your hair. But then I'll send them a message. and I'm like, well, I wish my hair looked like yours. Like, you know, so I just think everybody has that thing. You always want what you don't, what you don't have. So, and I can relate to that as well, because with my hair, my hair grows out. Like I can get volume, but I struggle with length. And so yes. it's always people always like, oh, Monique, I wish I had your hair as thick. I'm yes. like, I wish I had your hair because I want the length, right. you know? Right. So it, it's, it's so but true. But the natural styles look so good on your hair. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, oh, I love on it. my hair? Yes. Oh, yes. I love Thank it. you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. 
So Lindsay and I did a poll on Instagram and we just pretty much I asked two questions. I asked the ladies, what are some reasons why you wear wigs and weaves? And some of the responses, um, one said, because I like to switch up my look and wigs, weaves are easy to maintain. Um, another one said, during the year, protective styles currently, but when I'm not, it's just easier. Um, someone else said, because I'm lazy. <laughs> I love that. Honesty. Honesty. Someone else said, because I'm bald as fuck, growing out my pixie cut. <laughs> um, another one said, because why not? <laughs> there you go because why not why not and so i asked the guys um guys are y'all attracted to a certain hair type and or length and does it matter and who lied? <laughs> <laughs> who lied about so what? one said as long as it looks good <laughs> another one said no if she bad she bad i love it that sums it up that sums it up right yeah um <laughs> Another one said they prefer natural long, but it really doesn't matter. Um, another one said curly. You know, I had to ask which one. Right. <laughs> which what type of curly? Which right. type of curly? Four, <laughs> what is it? What, what they say? Do you even know which exactly, curly? Right. <laughs> he said it doesn't matter, so he was safe. Um, someone said yes, it does matter. Um, I think that was it for our male responses. Yeah, I mean, I I did a little poll, too, because going back to what Oshun said about, um, you know, about back to even what you said, asking men what type of hair they like and everything. And I do feel like men have a certain type that they like, especially when it comes to hair. And a lot of times, like you said, Oshun, I see that they like the biracial girl with the hair that, you know, is easily to manage. So I just wanted to know, because I hear some men say sometimes about women wrapping their hair at night. You know, us black women of color, we, we have to wrap our hair at night. I mean, if we want to keep our style, yeah, we have to do it. So I just went and I just did a little poll because I wanted to ask men. I wanted to see what they thought. And I asked them a specific question. I just said, do men mind when women wrap their hair at night and is it a turnoff? And some of the responses that I got are, nope, uh, now taking a wig off is different. <laughs> Another guy said, uh, we don't mind. We know you're going to be pretty again in the morning. So that was very I'm reasonable. Exactly. What? <laughs> So another one. I don't know said, how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one said, "Nah, better make sure to wash that thing off." And which is true because that yes, thing can start to yes. sting if you don't. <laughs> I was about to say though, but these guys don't never wash their do rag. They don't, exactly. but females don't never wash their bonnets neither. Exactly. <laughs> I wash mine. Like, we all just renew our our, our just go purchase right. a new one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. An- Another man said, um, "Just don't put the bonnet on." So I guess he's okay with you wrapping it if you have like a little. If you wrap it in a sexy way, he just don't want you to wear that bonnet. Um, another guy said, "No, nah, it's cool. You just keeping your hair right." Um, another guy, this made me laugh. He said, "Hell no, nah, wrap it, shave it, put it on the dresser. Just don't suffocate me." <laughs> <laughs> And another guy says she can do what she wants to do. I don't mind at all. I like that response. Um, I like that. <laughs> and an, um, a girl commented, and she actually said, "My man said it isn't a turn off." I said, "He a keeper, sis." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I loved, you know, I like to do those little polls, you know, have people participate in things. But 
Oshun, I did want to ask you. So, what are some tips, or what are some like natural fruits and herbs, or um, that we can use on our hair? Because you know, everybody's like, put mayonnaise in your hair, put eggs in your hair. What are some natural things that we can put in our hair to add that like food that will actually work? There are so many things in your kitchen and your cabinet that you could use. I mean, as long as there are vegetable fats or healthy fats, it, it it's good for your hair. You know, it just it just helps it moisturize. There are certain techniques that you should do to help open up the cuticle of your hair mm-hmm. to help moisturize it. And then, of course, with the flash cold water to close it, just like if you do a, a facial. But, you know, of course, that's eggs, egg yolks, uh, may- mayonnaise, um, avocado. All those things are good as far as herbs, uh, nettle, neem. Neem smells horrible, but it's really good. It's antibacterial. It keeps your... Uh, keeps your scalp clean. A, a healthy scalp, a clean scalp, is healthy, clean hair. You know, so there's a few things: rosemary, of course, sweet almond oil. Most of the things that you know that we put on our face and mm-hmm. our body to keep it nice and moisturized. We can also, especially if it's organic, if kept, especially if it's like one or two, no more than five ingredients, you're good to go. Just don't be a product junkie. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't spend all your money yeah. on, on a bunch of products. And half of those things have the same thing in it. Mm-hmm. Just a different scent, a different packaging. That's it. Now, I've seen um, Shekinah, um, Tiny's friend. I've seen her use Monistat. What does that do? Monistat is uh, it's antibacterial, antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, sometimes we have like yeast on our scalp. Mm-hmm. And um, just, you know, sometimes we do too much. Our hair, our scalp stay too wet. And sometimes it can suffocate it or, you know, mm. it has a whole group of um, yeast on it. And the monster just calms it down, hopefully eliminates it and just helps your helps your hair grow back. Yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah, is, this, that, is that safe for your hair? <laughs> no, well, this is, this is the second time. <laughs> this is the second time I've heard this because Regina Hall came out and said that Tiffany Haddish told her to use that. Oh, yeah. And she, she came did. out and said that she's been using it on yeah. her edges, and her edges have actually grown back. And, yeah. Well, in a mixture of a couple of other products. Uh, not just, I just heard not that. Not just strictly though. the monostat. I did just hear that, that the mon- they said it about the monostat, though. I just heard that from yes. Regina Hall. Yes. Regina Hall just said that. So there's, there's, there's small amounts of yeast all over our bodies, but especially on, you know, especially on our scalp. And uh, sometimes when, you know, we don't wash our hair enough or we don't, you know, there it, it can it can definitely mess up. <laughs> it can definitely mess up your hair <laughs> along with def, uh, techniques of hairstyling. So if your hair is all if your skin is already, you know, inflamed or, you know, built up and milky from yeast, then someone pulling on it is just going to make it worse. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people if I see something, I always tell them to go to the dermatologist. So, oh, do that's that. A good tip. Yeah, I, I mean, never thought about that. Go to the store and get some monostat, but go to the dermatologist. Yeah. I never thought about that, that's going to the dermatologist for my hair. Well, yeah, I know like I alopecia did. Yeah. things like that. I have you know, really, 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 really dry scalp. And I mm-hmm. think it's called seborrheic dermatitis or something like that. Wow. And they give you like some type of shampoo, but it's like for, um, what's that? What's that stuff we used to put on? It's like Caliban lotion. The the lotion we used to put on chicken pox back yeah, in the day. Uh-huh. That's what it's oh, okay. that kind of what it's, it has that oh, type of okay. texture and that scent. Yeah, yeah, a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what, you're what are your top? What's your top product like shampoo that you would say that really like gets in and cleans your scalp? That you would say is a really good like I guess 
detoxifying shampoo or something for your scalp? So I try not to tell too many trade secrets, but <laughs> the combinations that uh, we use in the salon, uh, we use uh, a tea tree and eucalyptus shampoo. Uh, that's always the first one to just wake your scalp up. It gets a little tingle. And especially if you have locks, because sometimes, well, because the people with locks come less often. So that's, it's refreshing. It's good. It's, um, of course, antibacterial. And uh, we also use uh, extra moisturizing shampoo. You could use uh, Paul Mitchell. There's a few. Shea mm-hmm. Moisture. Um, and we always, you know, we always do condition and we always do some people don't like it, but a very, a very cold rinse afterwards. And it just helps seal everything in if they're not getting like a steam or something like that. But we don't use too many products. We use a handful of products. You don't need too many. Just something that will cleanse your scalp really good, something that will moisturize your hair really well, and something that will help detangle it when we're, you know, getting ready to style it. And um, I heard you mention the steam. I've been really looking into the steam treatment. I've had it a couple times, and I liked it because it opens up your your follicle and it gets the conditioner in there. So, do you do that a lot in your salon, the steam treatment? Oh yeah, I encourage I encourage all of my clients to get it uh, every time they come. They only they, my clients come about every six weeks, so I encourage them to get it. It's a twenty minute steam, and it's the same thing as you steam your face or you steam your mm-hmm. vagina. Yes, it's the same thing. So you won't want to go over twenty minutes. After that, it's just, it's a waste of time. And um, it, it's wonderful. My clients love how their hair feels, but it, it helps exfoliate the scalp. So I don't have to do too much agitation to the scalp. It helps exfoliate it and it helps, um, it helps strengthen the hair. Yes. So it helps with hair retention. And that's my big thing, hair health and hair retention. Mm-hmm. The time I had it, I, I liked it. My hair was bouncy, movable. It, yeah. it was really, was really good. It. I'm going to start getting that more. And you yeah. mentioned something else, Oshun, that um, that I've heard a lot of people say, um, going back to when you were talking about um, the conditioning. Um, I've heard people, and I think I've heard your hairstylist say this, about washing your hair in cold water. Yes. You mentioned that, and they yes. say it's better. Why is that? Why I've heard people say that before. You need to wash your hair in mm-hmm. cold water. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Mom, uh, Mommy Dearest? No, I don't. No. I haven't seen so, it. So, at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. she's giving herself a vigorous... Uh, facial mm-hmm. and at the end she takes a, there's a bucket of ice and she puts the ice on her face and what it does it just shrinks your pores it closes your cuticles on your hair and even like if you if you take a do a steam like in a mm-hmm. sauna it's good to take a shower with um really cold water so just the contrast the cold water just closes the cuticles of your hair Oh, I've yes. heard them say that with, even yes. with your face as well. Yes. And I did hear Asia say that. She yes. has said that. Mm-hmm. It's really important, especially if you have big pores. But yeah, if you have <laughs> if you have issues with, uh, of course, you have to trim uh, split ends, but it definitely helps reduce it. So before we end, um, I do want to ask you, how do you feel um, about the statement that natural hair isn't for everyone? Um, I think think initially I think it's ridiculous because uh, everyone has it <laughs> no matter what the texture is no matter what your ethnicity everyone has natural hair and um, maybe aesthetically it might you might not like the way it looks but it, it it has to be for you because it grows out of your head the way it does so um, I think again statements like that comments like that 
the foundation of that is uh, self-hate and white supremacy and racism. So it, it but it, there is it there there's a there's a path that you take to have to you have to like relearn, reteach yourself and re uh, get reacclimated with who you are when you're um, right returning to natural. Yeah, I I, I think for me, like when I yeah, when I would say it, I, I it was more so that person just doesn't take their time to yeah. learn their hair or you know or they don't keep up with, with it they're hair. not presentable with it some people are not exact some people aren't good with their hair some people i mean you have to have arm strength to yeah. do your hair yes, yes. The time to do it like i'm not about to be curling no weights to try to get my strength up <laughs> it's hard it's hard <laughs> right yes so you know a lot of times you know like when uh when you when you pull she says she's lazy she probably is just super busy and that's the last thing Black women, need, we, we need to really try to get back into self-care. And sometimes that's just, you know, taking care of our hair. Mm-hmm. Taking some time aside and just, you know, learning what we can do with our hair. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And I think it's hard, too, because if you're active, if you're someone who works out, that can be yeah. hard, you know, to do your hair. Yeah. You, you work out every morning or every evening. And then you go to the office, you go mm-hmm. wherever. And it's just like, well, how am I supposed to look presentable? Stay healthy. Yeah. You know, keep my chakras in line. I don't know how I'm to do all that. Yeah. So it's it's hard. It's really hard. And I get it. I I definitely understand now that I'm older. I understand now why a lot of women, they choose alternative hairstyles because of their lifestyles. But it's for for us because that's the way God made us. And we have the capability of doing it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Still fly when it's straight. Yeah. no fly when it's kinky. Yeah. Yes. No, absolutely. Being us. That's yes. Being us. Yes. Yep. Well, Oshun, we thank you so, so, so much for joining us today. We thank appreciate you. you joining us in this conversation and giving us your knowledge and your tips. Um, can you let everybody know where they can find you on your social media? So on uh, most of my social media, you can find me on uh, as the River Oshun on Instagram. It's the River underscore O S H U N. The website is theriveroshun.com. River is spelled conventionally R I V E R. Uh, Twitter is the River Oshun, and I think that's it. Yeah. Yes. yes. So I just wanted to add um, anyone out there listening, if you're interested in making the transition from permed hair to natural hair and you would like some tips, hit up Oshun. She has a yeah. lot of knowledge and tips. You can hit her up on her social media. She just gave all her outlets. And, um, and also, hit me up. Yes. In the <laughs> yes. yes. Also, you can contact us at the OEL show as if you had any questions about the show. And, um, Take that leap. If you want to do the natural hair, I encourage you. It's so rewarding. And you will, you will see <laughs> that it, it was one of, the, one of the good things that you've done. Yeah, I can definitely appreciate yes. you going natural. Probably one Me of the too. best decisions I've Me, made. I agree. Mm-hmm. And locking my, my hair. My <laughs> yes. I've been toying with the idea of locking my hair. So we'll see you how should. that goes. Take I'm, the leave. Just do I it like Nike. I am thinking about it. <laughs> Just do it like Nike. Yeah, you should do it. 
Or come on up to Baltimore. We got you know, to do Oshun. Yep. On. I think I'm going to have to and come Oshun, see you. And Oshun, you know we're going to be hitting yes. you up because I, I read and I know you went to some other things. So, girl, we're going to be hitting you. We're going to be hitting you up for another show because we want to bring you on when we want to do a little bit more risque show. I'll be here with Bell's on. Literally and figuratively. She said, love it. We can't wait. For those listening, you can contact us at podcast at oelshow.com. You can also um, give us feedback. Contact our feedback hotline at 571-206-8292. There you can give us your show ideas, topics that you want to discuss anonymously, or just give us feedback on our previous shows, whatever is on your heart. (laughs) Please subscribe to our podcast on Everyone's Lips, and that's with an apostrophe S, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and other f- platforms that you may consume podcasts. You can also catch us on the True Radio Network under blogtalkradio.com. Please give us a rating. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated, but all honest feedback is welcome. Mo, take us home. This has been a great conversation. I want to say thank you to Ashun once again. And until we meet again, live well, laugh often, and love much. <laughs>